name is Patrick McGillray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, running coach, and mindset expert. I believe mindset is the most powerful and most underrated tool you have as a runner. So I've devoted my life to helping runners like you develop the mindset you need to fuel your inner fire and become the badass runner you were meant to be. This is the Running Mind Podcast. Well, hello there and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Patrick McGillivray and today I've got kind of a different kind of episode for you. Today I'm going to do more of a teaching episode. Now I've been doing interviews up to this point and I will continue to do interviews because I love hearing stories from real runners and to hear how they have uh, developed the kind of mindset they need to do amazing things. So that's going to continue for sure. But every now and then I want to throw in an episode like we're going to do today. I'm going to introduce you to some concepts, some that you may or may not have heard of, some like today that you, I don't know, you may or may not agree with me. Um, but I'm a board certified master life and success coach. And what does that mean? That means I help people uh, get what they want in life. I help them to uh, overcome their limitations. I help them to resolve inner conflicts. I help people to uh, really uh become the best version of themselves. And I do that through coaching. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today in this episode. I'm going to talk a little bit about how I uh, work with clients. But really, one of the big, big concepts that I want to introduce you to that you can start sort of applying to yourself. And that's about how all your problems are just in your head. <laughs> and I know you're thinking like, all right, I, I need to hear more about this. But first, let's talk a little bit about the runner's edge. So I talked about this in a previous episode. This is my group coaching program, and I really didn't have a name for it. But now I've decided I'm going to call it the runner's edge because this is something that is going to give you an edge, an edge that most people don't have. Okay, they just don't want to do this kind of work, or maybe they don't believe in this kind of work. They don't believe that mindset has anything to do with running. But if you're listening to this podcast, you do. So you will get the edge that a lot of people won't. So the Runner's Edge is a comprehensive online coaching and training program. It's designed especially to help long distance runners, to help you bring your mind and your body into alignment so that you can achieve the results that you want. Uh, when you join the Runner's Edge, you're going to get mindset training. So this is where you're going to train your mind to work for you instead of against you. Um, this is actually one of the most important aspects of running. The problem, though, is that most training plan and most coaches don't really teach you how to do this. As a master coach, a master mindset coach, this is all I do. I focus on this. I am the expert on building mental toughness, on using the power of your mind to make running easier for you, to make you faster, to have more fun running. Uh, you will also get online coaching. So when you join the Runner's Edge, you're going to get live online coaching. I have a private Facebook group. And, you know, most group coaching programs that work like this, 
they have these sort of generic one size fits all content that they share with their members and I don't want that. I want to give you results. I want to help you with your individual issues. So you'll get a chance to ask me questions. You can bring your own questions to the table. Um, You'll get them answered and maybe even get on a hot seat call with me for some live uh, one-on-one coaching. It's very powerful stuff right there. So you get that supportive community too of the Facebook group, which is um, a small but mighty group right now, but it's going to continue to grow and become more powerful and more Uh, effective and um, just a big supportive fun community of runners just like you Um, it's a safe place to ask questions get help learn all about building mental toughness how to overcome failure how to gain confidence and more and more and more and then everything I do is archived into a video training library including all of the coaching and training that I do in the group but also Uh, courses that I create. So I have a course out there right now on goal setting for runners, which is a really cool uh, uh, course all about goal setting from a uh, mindset standpoint and from a subconscious mindset standpoint. So you're going to get all the courses that I create, including that one uh, when you join. Um, And the best part about the runner's edge is that it will not break your wallet. So you get the mindset training, the video archive library, live online coaching, uh, courses, a supportive community, and it's all for like less than a dollar a day, right? It's only $26.2 per month, and it's a subscription-based program. The longer you stay, the more value you're going to get out of it because it becomes, it, it keeps growing. It'll grow with you. Each week, I'll be adding new training videos, live coaching sessions, and more. There's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel anytime without any questions asked. I want to encourage you to get the edge you need to perform at your best in running and in life. Because this is all about life. You know, running, it's just a metaphor. Um, (laughs) Everything you learn here is applicable to running, sure. But more importantly, it's going to help you in all areas of your life, in your business and career, in your relationships, with your friends and family, money and financial stuff, with your health and fitness, with your personal growth. Get the runner's edge and start becoming the all-around best version of yourself. Uh, to do that, just go to innerfiretribe.com forward slash coaching or click on the button that says the runner's edge. All right, let's get on to today's topic. I'm very, very excited to share this with you guys today. And this is all about the problem is all in your head. <laughs> um, so let's kind of start out by just saying this. Think about a problem that you're having right now. It could be a big problem. It could be a small problem. But I want you to just have a problem in your mind as we are talking through this topic today, because I want you to start thinking about that problem in a different way, okay? And you will start thinking about it in a different way, but it kind of helps to have something. So just take a minute and like kind of think about what's a problem. Is it a small, tiny problem? Or it could be a big, you know, problem that's just driving you crazy and keeping you up at night. It doesn't matter. But just think about this problem that you have, okay? And then I'm going to go ahead and talk about uh, uh, this topic and and how you may be able to feel differently about this problem by the end of this this episode, okay? Cool. So you got that problem in your head, right? So think about that problem. It's a problem that you want to solve, right? You don't want this problem anymore. You want it to go away. 
So some examples of a problem that people have that I talk to that want to go away could be something like running is hard or I'm too old to run a half marathon or a full marathon or I'm too old to start running or I always bonk. Every time I run a marathon, I bonk or I can never get any faster. So think about that problem you're having. It can be running related, anything, but you know, what's, what's the problem? What's your problem? <laughs> what's your problem? It's really a great question though. I love asking my clients this question. What's your problem? Because a lot of times people don't even know what their problem is. They think they know what their problem is, but it's really not what the problem is. We're going to get into that here in a minute. So here's something that's going to blow your mind. A problem isn't a problem until you make it a problem, okay? Until you make something into a problem in your head, it's literally just a situation. It's just a fact. It's just a circumstance, okay? It's not actually a problem until you think certain thoughts about it that cause certain feelings inside you, usually negative feelings, okay? I mean, if it caused positive feelings like joy or love, you, it wouldn't be a problem. But because it causes, our thoughts cause these negative feelings inside us, we label it as a problem, okay? Because we don't want to feel those feelings, okay? Those are unwanted feelings, feelings we don't want to feel. They're emotions that we don't want. So a problem isn't a problem until it causes unwanted emotions inside of us, all right? And I'm going to break all this down, and you're going to very much understand this in a minute here. But I want to give you a little example of, of how this kind of works. And I love this little analogy. I use it all the time. So if you've heard it before, I'm sorry, you're going to hear it again. So... Two people are standing on the beach and they're both standing by the ocean and looking out over the water. And um, one of the people standing there is deathly afraid of the ocean. It scares him to death. It causes him anxiety to be there and to just look at the ocean and just thinking about the ocean causes him, you know, to almost go into a panic attack. To him, the ocean is a dangerous place that should be avoided at all costs, okay? The person standing right next to him loves the ocean, loves swimming. In fact, he's a professional surfer, so he, he goes out in the water every single morning and surfs for a couple of hours. The ocean to him is a source of happiness and joy and exhilaration and excitement. It's where he goes to feel calm and peaceful. And the reason he feels that way is because of the way he thinks about it, okay? The other person who thinks the ocean is a dangerous place had a near drowning experience as a child nearly drowned in the ocean. And so for him, the ocean is very dangerous and should be avoided at all costs, okay? So here's what we have. We have a situation. We have a, a circumstance. We have the ocean, okay? The ocean is neutral. 
It's just a thing. Okay, the ocean does not cause emotions or thoughts. The ocean is completely neutral. It's passive. The two people standing there have different thoughts about the ocean based on their past experiences. And so those thoughts cause feelings inside of them. And so for one person, the feelings of fear and anxiety and panic and danger um, are very, very real and very powerful. And for that person, uh, the ocean, in his version of reality, the ocean is dangerous. This other person's feelings of joy and peacefulness and excitement and happiness, in his version of reality, the ocean um, is a beautiful thing and it's a, the cause of all joy and happiness in his life, okay? Two completely different versions of reality, right? So what is reality? <laughs> reality is whatever you say it is. So I love that analogy. It's just so very, very clear to me about how we see things differently, how we all experience the world differently based on you know our past experiences and things. So I want to break this down into... Uh, some definitions and just kind of give you guys uh, a little bit of, I want to peel back the onion a little bit here and peel back some layers so you can kind of see how these things work um, and see how you can start applying some of these principles to your own thoughts, feelings, and problems that you're experiencing, okay? So the first thing I want to do is define what uh, circumstance is, okay? So a circumstance is just a situation. It's just a thing and it's just the facts. Okay. So in this case, we're talking about the ocean. It's just the ocean. It's just a thing. Okay. It's neutral. It's passive. Um, when we talk about facts, when we th talk about a situation, this is uh, something that is going to be true for everyone. Okay. Everyone would agree that the sky is blue. Okay. Okay. Everyone would agree that the ocean is, uh, causes waves, you know, that the ocean is wet, <laughs> okay? Um, uh, whatever the circumstance is, if it can be proven in a court of law, then it's just facts, okay? This marathon is 26.2 miles. Um, I got a cramp in my calf at mile 18 of my last marathon. That is a fact. That is just a circumstance. That is just a situation, okay? It doesn't mean anything. Um, I did not finish uh, my first 50K, okay? Just a fact, just a situation, okay? I got a flat tire on my way to work this morning. You know, it's not like, oh man, my morning sucked. It was terrible. I had a bad day. No, I just, I got a flat tire. That's just a fact, okay? Or like I weigh 150 pounds. That is just a fact, okay? So when we're, de when we're defining what a circumstance is, what a situation is, we want to break it down to just the bare minimum, just the facts. Um, we don't want to assign meaning, thoughts, or anything else to it. We don't want to 
interpret things. We just want to see things very clearly for what they are. If you just did this right here, if you just started to see everything that's happening in your life for what it is as a passive situation, this is going to start to cause some amazing changes in your life. Okay. But there's more. <laughs> so the next thing I want to talk about is our thoughts. Okay. So this is where things start to get interesting. So we can all agree that there are facts, that there are things that happen in our lives. Okay. Um, but then there are thoughts. We think things about the things happening to us. Okay. So when I define thoughts, this is basically like our thinking, our beliefs, these are uh, our values, and, and a lot of these things are like our filters, okay? So like our past experiences, it's kind of like a filter that we, one of the filters that uh, we run things through in order to create our thoughts, okay? So our past experiences, our memories, our beliefs, our values, maybe our culture, our family of origin, our customs, all those things kind of shape the way that we think, okay? This is why things are so different for everybody. That's why the two people standing by the ocean, one person has beautiful experiences and memories of the ocean, another has um, very scary experiences. Okay, those are different filters that they're experiencing reality through. And so the way they feel about the ocean is going to be different, okay? So your thoughts are gonna be different. Everybody's thoughts are different, okay? Your model of the world is gonna be different from mine. We can both be sitting at the same, uh, watching the same movie and have totally different experiences. I'm sure you've probably done that before where you um, sat with somebody at a movie and you were like, uh, you came out of it and you're like, oh my God, that was the greatest movie, wasn't it? And they're like, eh. <laughs> I remember going to a concert. I went to a Wilco concert and Wilco's an amazing band to see live. And we had like fifth row center seats. It was great. Um, I went with like three or four uh, friends of mine. And after the show, we were all sitting around, you know, drinking coffee and talking about how awesome this show was. And and I look over and, and this one friend just had his arms crossed and I was like, man, wasn't that the best show you've ever seen? And he was like, eh. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Were you even in the same theater as us? What is happening here? Um, but it happens all the time. Or maybe you um, have siblings and you guys remember a family event. You're like, remember that Thanksgiving when so-and-so did this or said that and they're like what are you talking about I'm, were we even at the same table that thanksgiving i don't even remember that you know i don't know that happens with me and my family um but so we all have these different experiences and these this way of interpreting reality okay and, and we call that your model of the world we each have our own model of the world based on our past, our values, our, our culture, customs, all that stuff. And it's different for everyone. But your model of the world, this is how you experience reality, okay? So it's actually your thoughts, the thoughts that you have in this moment are what determine reality for you in this moment. 
So it's actually your thoughts, your thinking that creates your reality. That's kind of mind blowing. (laughs) I think this is mind blowing. This blows me away every time I think about it. Because I'm just sitting here looking at a computer, you know, I'm reading some notes, I'm talking into a microphone, um, and, and this version of reality that I'm experiencing right here is, is going to be different for somebody else if they were sitting right next to me here. It's, it blows me away. This right here is mind-blowing, okay? <laughs> um, but I, I, I love this little line. I always hear people say, well, it is what it is. And I always counter that with, no, it is what you think it is, you know, because it really is. It is what you think it is. Stuff is not just stuff out there, okay? I mean, it kind of is. I mean, the situation is just a situation, so that is what it is. But reality for you is what you think it is. You create it with your thoughts, okay? So remember, situations, they're just passive. They're neutral, They don't have any meaning at all. It's our thoughts about a situation that give it meaning, okay? There's no meaning to anything unless there's a thought. I'm going to say that again because this is another thing that's blowing my mind right now. I'm blowing my own mind just talking through this with you. There's no meaning to anything unless there's a thought. So if you get a flat tire on your way to work, it only makes you mad if there's a thought about, about it that makes you mad. Otherwise, it's just a neutral situation. It's just a flat tire. Saying I weigh 150 pounds, it doesn't mean anything at all. It's just numbers on a scale. It's how much this body weighs. It's only when we, when we think we should weigh 125 pounds that that number becomes a problem. Seriously, if you get this, if you are getting this right now, this is one of the most empowering things you will ever learn, okay? That a problem is not a problem until we make it a problem. So every problem you have, you are creating. Okay, so... We have a situation which is passive, it's neutral, it's just circumstances. We have our thoughts that are different for everyone. And then we have feelings, we have emotions. Now, emotions are those, typically they're like a one word, uh, emotion word, like fear, anger, sadness, loneliness, hurt, guilt, frustration, confusion, joy, happiness, elation, excitement, pride, love. These are all emotion words. And you can't have a feeling, you cannot have an emotion without a thought first, okay? You cannot have an emotion without a thought about it. Your thoughts are what cause your feelings, okay? So you have a circumstance, you have a situation, and then you think a a feeling, uh, you think something, you think a thought which creates a feeling inside you, okay? Your thoughts cause your feelings. You cannot experience a feeling, you cannot experience emotions, 
without thinking about what the particular situation you're in, what that means to you. So you are assigning it meaning and that's creating a good feeling inside you, maybe a neutral feeling or a bad feeling inside you. All of your emotions are created by your thoughts, by the thoughts in your head, okay? So if you get a cramp at mile 18 of the marathon, that is just a fact, right? When you think thoughts like, I'm a quitter, I'm no good, I suck at running marathons, I can't do it, I'm a failure. Those thoughts are gonna cause you to feel sad, to feel frustrated, to feel unworthy or angry. The leg cramp in itself is not causing your feelings. It's what you think about the leg cramp that's causing your feelings, okay? Getting a, a cramp in your calf does not cause you to feel unworthy. If it did, I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, if it did, anybody that got a cramp any time would feel unworthy or angry, okay? Um, it's the meaning that we assign to these, these thoughts. Okay. It's, it's a meaning that we assign to the situation that, that cause our feelings inside. Okay. So your thoughts are what cause your feelings. So then anything we say is a problem is actually just a feeling we don't want to feel. All right. So a problem is only is an unwanted feeling basically. Okay. So if our thoughts cause us to feel happiness or excitement or love you know we typically don't label that as a problem right you don't pick up your baby and look at your baby and feel love and then want to be rid of those feelings you don't want to be like oh i don't want to feel that anymore no you want to feel those feelings you choose to feel love toward some people you know and you probably choose to feel hatred towards some people or to feel uh, uh, ambiguous towards some people, you know, you're choosing all your feelings here. Okay. You choose all of them. You create every emotion you feel inside good or bad with your thoughts. So problem is only a problem because you don't like the emotion you're feeling and you want to feel something different or you don't want to feel that feeling at all. You want to feel, uh, it's just something different from that feeling you're feeling right now. So the problem is the unwanted emotions that you're feeling, that you create yourself, by the way. And here's, here's the thing that we do, though. So many of us uh, don't want to feel those unwanted feelings. So we do things like we numb out to those feelings. You know, we, we want to feel good, so we overeat or we drink too much, or we veg out on Netflix. Which, by the way, I love my Netflix and Hulu and HBO, so don't get on me about that. But I don't sit all day watching it, you know what I mean? I'm not using it to feel good. Um, uh, you know, this is a different situation. <laughs> Maybe I do use it to feel good, I don't know. But I'm not watching hours of Netflix at a time, maybe like an hour. I typically watch like one show per night. Anyway, so we do things to numb out. Like we overeat, we veg out on Netflix, we drink too much, we medicate ourselves. Even things like over-exercising 
This is a way of numbing out for some people, okay? Um, so that you don't have to feel those unwanted feelings. We do this all the time. It's a real problem. It's a, it's a problem of, a, it causes addiction, you know? The problem when we try to numb out like this is that we're just covering over the unwanted emotions for a very short amount of time. They're still there inside you, okay? Those emotions are still there. And you might feel good for a minute, but as soon as the, the buzz of that numbing wears off, you know, as soon as you, you know, when you're done overeating and you're, you know, you're hungry again or, or, you know, you wake up from, you know, drinking too much the night before, all those feelings are still there and you're going to feel them again. They don't go away. All you're doing is just postponing feeling them. Okay. And, and oftentimes you start creating a lot of other unwanted feelings along with that. And then you numb out more because you don't want to feel those feelings and the cycle goes on and on and on. And I, and I know this from firsthand experience. I've done it. I used to drink way too much. I don't anymore. I've been uh, sober for almost 13 years now because I know what it's like to just try to numb out and not feel my feelings. Now I'm not afraid to feel my feelings. Honestly, I can sit with feelings today and it's okay. But I want you guys to understand this here. So I think this is some crazy, amazing stuff, okay? It's like seeing the matrix, you know? Once you see it, once you understand that your thoughts are what is causing you to feel these unwanted feelings, your thoughts about a situation are causing you to feel those unwanted feelings, those unwanted feelings are the problem. Once you understand this, it's like seeing the matrix. You could never go back to the way things were again. You know, it's like having the key to the universe. This unlocks everything for you. Anything that you want in your life, anything that you want to experience or feel or have, you can have and you can do it. And this is the first way to, this is the best way to get started doing it, honestly. And like I said, we're going to talk more about this in later episodes. I'm going to talk about how to, um, you know, change your thinking if you want to and how to change your behaviors and your actions based on the emotions that you're feeling. But for now, I just really want you to understand that situations are passive, that um, your thoughts cause your feelings and your unwanted feelings are what you deem as problems, okay? So let me give you a couple of quick examples here. So let's say you get a flat tire on your way to work, right? That's a situation. It is a flat tire. Mm, done. The thoughts about it, though, are things like, oh, I'm going to be late for work. I'm going to get written up again. I might lose my job. I won't be able to pay my bills. And then the feelings that those thoughts create are like fear, stress, anxiety, maybe even like shame, okay? Now, somebody else might have different thoughts about that. So here's, here's a different perspective on this, okay? Flat tire. This person is like, hey, I got a flat tire. I've never changed a tire before. This will be kind of cool. Those feelings might be feelings of excitement or adventure or maybe even, hey, this will be fun. Same exact situation. 
uh, but different thoughts about it and different feelings about it. For one person, it's a huge problem. For another person, it is not a problem at all. In fact, it's an opportunity for some excitement or, you know, a little bit of an adventure. Let's change a tire on the side of the highway. <laughs> um, okay, here's another situation. I always bonk in the marathon. Okay, or, or this is what, you know, is happening, right, to some people. They, they might say, like, I always bonk in the marathon. Well, the situation might be like, hey, I've run five marathons and three times I've had to walk around like mile 18 to 20. You know, my time was slower than I expected it to be. I got a cramp in my calf once. Like that is, those are the facts, okay? Uh, the thoughts might be, you know, I always bonk or I'll never hit my PR or I trained so hard and now what? It's for nothing. It's all for nothing. I suck at running the marathon. I hate running. <laughs> and those feelings that that caught, that those uh, thoughts cause would be feelings of like disappointment, unworthiness, frustration, anger, sadness. Hmm. Whereas somebody else might see that same situation and go, okay, you know, I've run five marathons and I've had to walk three times around mile 18, 19, whatever. My time was a little slower than I wanted it to be. I got a, I, I gotten a, a cramp in my calf. So their thoughts might be, I'm going to figure out this whole cramping thing and figure out why I'm cramping. I am going to adjust my training so that I know I can get through those last, you know, six, eight miles. Hey, this might be a fun challenge to figure this whole thing out. You know, look at it as like a little research project. Either way, it's no big deal. Doesn't mean anything about me. It's just running after all. And I love running. So the feelings that those thoughts cause that person might be feelings of excitement or determination, maybe even confidence and, and motivation, okay? I mean, here's the thing. If walking at mile 18 of a marathon caused the feelings of frustration, sadness, anger, and unworthiness, nobody would want to walk. But there's people that walk all the time. There's people that do the whole run walk thing, you know, they run all, all through the whole marathon or walk through the whole marathon. So it's not the walking that causes the feelings. Okay. It's the way you think about it. Okay. You create all of your problems with your thoughts. All of your problems are created in your head. Every single one. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, Patrick, what about, what if somebody just comes up to me and like punches me in the face? Well, first of all, if somebody just walks up to you and punches you in the face, I want to know what your life is like, what is happening with your life. Okay. But if somebody walks up and punches you in the face, that a punch in the face does not mean you're going to feel angry, sad, hurt, you know, uh, frustration or whatever. You know, there's people that get punched in the face for a living. They're called boxers, you know, and MMA fighters, whatever. They punch each other all the time. They get punched in the face for a living and they don't get angry about it. You know, that doesn't mean anything other than, oh, you know, I got hit. I better like counter with this other punch or whatever. They even think about that differently. It's not the punch in the face that causes the feelings. Okay. It's the way you think about it. It's what it means to you. And you get to choose that. This is the thing that's like 
so important is that you get to choose what you're what you're thinking you get to choose your thoughts honestly this is like mind-blowing transformational stuff okay honestly i hope you think it is too i hope you're like Mind is getting blown right now. Uh, mine is. <laughs> I talk about this all the time. So just a quick summary here. Situations, they are always neutral. It's just, it is. It's just a thing, okay? It's just a circumstance. It's passive. Your thoughts about a situation, that's what causes the feelings that you feel inside. Feelings, emotions, they're all caused by your thoughts, okay? Your feelings are not caused by a situation, your feelings are caused by your thoughts, okay? Anything we label a problem is just you experiencing unwanted feelings. That's it. All of your problems are in your head. You choose what problems you have. You choose what your problems are every minute of every day. Hmm. But you love hearing that. <laughs> you are choosing and creating your problems every minute of every day. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that. Um, if you have questions or comments, drop me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I want to hear what your thoughts are on this. Um, I want to hear what your thoughts and feelings are about this. <laughs> uh, you can drop me an email at hello at innerfiretribe.com. You can find me on Facebook at P. McGilvray on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. I want to hear what you think of this topic. I think this is a big one. Um, and this is just the, um, the foundation of the coaching, uh, mindset coaching work that, that I do. And I kind of start with this with all my clients. You know, we start talking about how it's your thoughts that are creating all the problems that you have. And, and really, we break it down from there. And everything gets easier from here. But getting this concept and understanding these principles is, is a game changer for sure. All right, you guys, that's all I got for you today. I will talk to you next time. Did you know that most runners fail to reach their goals? It's not because of lack of training or lack of desire. Whether it's running faster or running farther, I believe most runners just haven't developed the mental toughness they need to get them across the finish line. That's why I created a step-by-step -step training called How to Build Mental Toughness and Become a Badass Runner. I want to show you how to train your mind so you can tough it out when the going gets tough. And the best part? This comprehensive training is yours absolutely free. To get it right now, just go to innerfiretribe.com badass and get started today.